What is up, everybody? Welcome to Shooting the Sith Episode 8. I'm very excited to be here. The show's been on hiatus because I need something to talk about. Well, guess what, people? We have a shitload to talk about. I am the really grand inquisitor, Mr. Tim Tabal. You all know me. With me is my special guest co-host today, Mr. Rick Sanders. Rick, what is going on, my brother? I'm so glad you're here. Exactly. Yeah, so we we we're an empire show. Remember that. <laughs> Where we, we follow law and order, like my man Freck. We'll get to that. Uh but first, Here's well, first of all, Rick, tell me, tell me right now off the right at the bat. Favorite movie and why. I like to put people on the spot. Star Wars movie, uh, I mean. All right. I was like, oh man, favorite movie all time ever. No, not uh, all time ever. Star Wars movie. I like to put people on the spot for the first time on the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna really confuse you right now. Oh no, at, here we go. At the current moment. My favorite one is actually Rogue One. Okay, no, that's of, fine. Because of its association to the universe. That's fine. It doesn't rely on anything else until Andor comes out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I loved all the characters. So, like, original trilogy I loved, and I loved the 2000s. Actually, I loved, the, you know, the newest uh, trilogy also. Um, I'll, I'll die on every hill for one of, every one of the films. Um, however... Rogue One right now, it's just it's just kind of my baby. It's the one I throw on for the random 15, 20 minutes of time to kill, and I just want to enjoy something awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Hey, I, as long as it's well, – I'm not going to say long because I love all of them too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but we do have a third very special guest who's putting her side her, her, her apparently duties to join us real quick. You also know her from – Skyline Reviews, the Disney show that pumps up popculturepros.com. Uh, if you haven't seen it, make sure you see it. It's actually coming on right after this show, which means we have to move our asses because we have to get this show going so they can do their thing. Ashley, welcome to Shooting the Sith. How are you? What's up, dudes? How you doing? Hanging in. I'm so glad uh, you can pop on with us. Yeah, me too. Uh, you texted me and I was like, we got to get this show on the road. That's right. Exactly. We gotta get <laughs> I it going. Think, I so, got places to be. Let's not waste the well, whole. Okay, I got to put you on the spot too. Like I put Rick on the spot. Favorite movie and why? Mm. Star Wars, Star Wars movie. Oh, I thought we were just going like any movie. Oh no, I don't care if it's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Was <laughs> was like, oh I'm sorry. I, to, I just I have to start rephrasing that. Favorite Star Wars movie and why? A New Hope, because it's OG man. Uh, it's yeah. just yeah. I just like you. I caught the end of what you were saying. Like you just put it on when you have time, and that's I catch myself even like at work. I'll be like, I have time. I'm just gonna watch A New Hope. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the one for me, definitely. And, of course, mine is Empire. I, I watched Empire Strikes Back, I would say, one time there was a week of stretch where I watched it, like, almost twice a day. Just kept putting it on, putting it on, because it was in there. And if I changed it, I was like, I'm just going to keep putting it on. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is my favorite. Yeah. It always has been. That's the one I remember vividly seeing in the movie theater for the first. I did see Saw was in the theater, but I was two. I don't remember. But I was the there. What, the, which one did I see first? <laughs> I don't I saw, remember. I saw Empire. I remember it vividly. So that's that's. I guess it's stuck in my head for some reason. Nice, very nice. So, has oh, been got... one of the Clone Wars ones for me. Yeah, I think that was one of the ones for me too. Because you're youngins, yeah. you youngins. Yeah. Like, well, I, like I, I remember Tim, you and Ed. What's went, up, boss? Uh, a couple of times during the uh, when they did the re-releases in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I think you and Eddie went to go see those, and I was like playing basketball those nights. <laughs> all right so this weekend this past weekend star wars celebration another event that I, I haven't gone to in a long time i went to i went to celebration 
three out in, in right out in Ashley's home turf of Indiana. That was a long ass time ago. I haven't gotten back to celebration. I am not happy about it. And uh, hopefully they come on the East Coast. I think Europe is our next stop. Which oh, that does nothing for me. Oh, Absolutely yeah. nothing. I can't go to Europe to see a tauntaun. So that's what. <laughs> oh, Steve, you got Rick. You got a question here. Is that oh. Rick playing hard to get? Hard to get. What is boss? What are you talking about, boss? <laughs> did you see? Did you watch any of the lives where that guy like made that tauntaun? Yes, yes, yes. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was that was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So, like I said, this past weekend, Star Wars Celebration had a crazy amount of stuff going on. We're going to start with the very first show that was talked about, Andor. And like you said, Rick, if if you love Rogue One, this is probably going to be your show. So, guys, give me your first. Uh, actually, you go first. Give me your opinion on on the on the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? What do you think about Andor? And are you loyal to the Empire? Are you loyal to the to the you know? Is this your show? Is, is this your uh, rebellion show? I feel like so. I I did watch the trailer. It was really good, and I feel like Rogue One is one of those movies that people just like kind of skip over because it's not part of the originals. So like seeing that was like, oh, that will give Rogue One more attention the attention that it basically deserves. And I'm excited because I wanted more. I wanted more of it. Are you a big Andor fan? Did you like the character of Andor? I did, yeah. I like the whole... I I loved Rogue One as well. So, I mean, just seeing that out, yeah, I was just really excited. Rick, what'd you think of the trailer? And how excited are you for this one? Oh, God. I watched the trailer two or three times in a row, and then I watched trailer breakdown videos for, like, the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, can't wait to nerd out on it. I'm a, I was a huge um, Clone Wars fan and, like, Rebels fan, so the universe building, like, on that micro level, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about it. So I'm, uh, I'm really excited for uh, every little thing that might have been, you know, teased in that trailer that we saw. And now what about, let me ask you a quick question. Like I said, I'm loyal to the Empire. I'm sorry, I'm just sharing the show out still. Um, (laughs) As a loyal Empire guy, this was, Rogue One was the movie, in my opinion, that proved that the Rebel Alliance are the bad guys. Opinion, please. You're not wrong. (laughs) Huh? Look at the things that Andor did in that movie and tell me they're not the bad guys. Yeah, no. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that um, <laughs> that Star Wars has done really well from the beginning is uh, good guys and bad guys depends on what side you're on. Mm, okay. It's not as black and white <laughs> as it used to be. Apparently, there are some people that enjoy being part of the Empire. As you we know? will see, as we will see, and um, we get to Obi Wan, we'll see that yeah. some people, some people just like Law and Order. Yeah, some people so, just like, yeah. I did not know Zach Raff played that guy. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I saw that. that we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that too as one of the Easter eggs. Uh, Rick, real quick, the boss said a certain firepot. Boss, I just talked to him about it. He's, it's coming. Calm down. Oh, yes. It's I was coming. wondering if he was watching that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't watching that conversation. He's got access to the behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> it is coming, boss, so let's take it easy. Um, now, the next one. We're going to jump right into this. Probably the one that I am, well, no, Acolyte is the one I'm most excited about. But the next one we're going to talk about is Ahsoka. Uh, they did show some footage. It's bootlegged. You have to go try to find it somewhere. Um, and the most exciting about, about this one is you get to see the Rebels crew in live action form. 
which totally blew my mind. And Rosario Dawson came out the stage, pulled Chopper out on stage with her. What a great moment that was. Rick, did you, first of all, did you watch Rebels? Did you get a hold of Rebels? And I, and tell me what you think about Ahsoka. I was all about Rebels. I love Ahsoka. And I think, um, we're talking about Ahsoka, but I think her relationship to Anakin and all that stuff that we saw from Rebels, I think that that's a lot of what's going to play out in the Obi-Wan series. Um, I think that there's going to be, remember how the boss man says it, it's like a poem that in every verse it repeats itself. So I think that there was a lot that we saw in Rebels with her relationship to Anakin and then, you know, Vader. I think a lot of that is going to play out in reverse in the Obi-Wan series, which I'm really excited to see. Yeah, Ashley, how about you? Um, let me just refer you to the two um, Ahsoka pops that are just right behind hey. me. Nice. Big Ahsoka Wait, fan. Um, yeah, so I am still, I think I'll forever be working my way through Clone Wars because um, I can just never it's get a commitment. all of it. It's a commitment. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when I, just like with The New Hope, when I have downtime, I watch it. But I am also a huge Ahsoka fan. I'm so excited for that. I think that's one of the ones that I've been looking forward to for a while, ever since rumor of it was coming i was like yes it's gonna be it and if, uh, and if you had to pick an actress rosaria dawson is probably perfect as close to perfect phenomenal. casting as you can get yeah she's a phenomenal actress as well i mean and just I, with that little bit in the mandalorian i mean mm-hmm. and, the, and yeah. how, how did you feel i love when she said to luke you're just like your father and i was like whoa i got the goosebumps I got Every the time I see her there. in one of those series, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> We're getting so many of those moments in all of these series. It's, it's yeah. like, it's the best. And they call it fan service. If the hairs of my arms are stacking up, standing up, that's not fan service. That's magic. No. That's just yeah. good goddamn storytelling there. That's all yeah. it is. So, yeah, Ahsoka, I, I cannot wait for either. Um, we're gonna So, we're going to get live action Ezra Bridger. We're going to get live action... Uh, Sabine, we're gonna get you know we saw Chop Rat celebration. Uh, I'm just gonna be so blown away, and of course, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. I'm hoping, yeah. hoping, hoping, and hoping and praying because um, yeah, he's gonna be another great villain as far as Star Wars universe goes. Uh, he's uh, wait, hold on. This is uh, I've been very patient negotiations. Can't wait. That's for you, Rick. The boss is waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, why? Why I brought it up? The next show that we were talking about is Acolyte. Uh, they didn't really talk too much about Acolyte. Acolyte takes place in the olden days, back in the days of the Old Republic. Uh, it's from the Sith point of view, which is what I love about it. Uh, the only thing they did mention was that they're going to start pulling characters from Legends. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, all that stuff to finally make them canon. So is there, is there anybody you guys want to hope they're going to bring in from Legends, bring in from the old school that you want to see? Obviously, I think everyone's answer is going to be Darth Raven. That's probably everyone's go-to. But you guys have anybody else you guys want to see really brought into into? I hate the word canon. Yeah, right. I hate that. I, word. Yeah, I don't know enough about Star Wars. I hate being on here and saying that, but like, I'm like a new Star Wars fan, so I don't know enough hey, about fine. all of that to like have an opinion on it. Like, I barely saw anything about acolytes to begin with, so I unfortunately am not good for this question. <laughs> That's fine, so, Rick. Uh, I'm I'm very much in the uh, uh, Star Wars is just like the MCU, <laughs> so I like how they canonize and things are not canon. Um, to me, everything is canon. Um, like and it's all lighting up. It rarely, 
rarely does it ever dispute itself. And when it does, it's, it's by the people that are trying to write canon anyway. Um, the only thing that I'm really excited for that I would literally start an online petition for is a Star Wars horror movie. Mm. And if you've ever read Blood Harvest, where it's Chewbacca and Han Solo, and they land on a derelict ship, and it's got, like, zombie aliens on it, very much mm-hmm. like, uh, shout out to Ed Camus, 28 Days Later. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Worst but movie ever. <laughs> I, I, need, I need, at this point, I need a Star Wars horror movie. And I know that there's been a couple of books that have horror elements that are part of the Legend series and just part of the book canon. Okay. That, that, that's, that's my only wish and want at this point for uh, things that I'm not getting. Okay, that's what that's say. That's fine. I mean, a horror movie would be out, you know, zombie stormtroopers. It's been done in book form. We just haven't right. seen it on screen yet. So, hey, I'm all for that, too. I'll, I'll take anything Star Wars for me, though. I don't care what it is. <laughs> it's been a lot I'll, of, like... I'll, I'll watch it. It's been a while since we've had a musical. <laughs> I'll do a music. I would love to see a music. Hey, Robot Chicken did Empire Strikes Back on Ice, and it was fantastic. Yeah, they did. It was fan. I would. I would say I would go watch that in a heartbeat. Heartbeat twice. I would do it in a row. <laughs> Matinee and an evening special. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, there you Ashley, go. Ashley, you were gonna say something? Oh, I was gonna say they did a lot of like announcements with like the books and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The video games, the sequel to. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's gonna be pretty cool. Um, that's a character too, rumored. Cal, Cal's his name. Cal Kestis. Yeah, from the yeah, from the Jedi. He is rumored yeah. to also be going to be a live action, and I yeah. love that actor. I love that guy. I think yeah, the guy probably, from Shameless. He's probably the best Joker we've seen in a long time, even though he wasn't really the Joker. They're saying on Gotham, <laughs> but he was fantastic as the Joker on Gotham. I don't care what anybody says. Um, next up, a brand new one that had just came out of nowhere. Star Wars skeleton crew with oh, yeah. Jude Law at the helm about a, about a, a group of ten uh, year old kids lost in space. This I don't know what this is going to take place after Return of the Jedi and will fit with a timeline of the Mandalorian and Ahsoka. So we had we very good well see those characters pop up in skeleton crew and Jude Law. I mean you can't you can't go wrong with Jude, Jude Law. Law. I mean uh, Rick, what do you think? Are, are you excited about this one? Ten year old a show with ten year old kids running around. I did not see this one. Somehow I missed this. Oh, really? Maybe I was, I was probably watching a breakdown of uh, <laughs> Andor. <laughs> it's also John Watts, by the way, who did the Spider-Man movies. Oh, who's, nice. Who's, who's, who's doing it, yeah. Uh, it says, I'll tell you real quick. Uh, Skeleton Crew will follow a group of 10-year-old kids from a small planet who get lost in the galaxy far, far away, must try to find their way home. Story will take place after Return of the Jedi and will fit with the timeline of the Mandalorian and Ahsoka. And it stars Jude Law. I don't know who Jude Law is because he's not a ten-year-old kid. So I guess we'll we'll see what Jude Law is going to do. Him. <laughs> so are we are we ready for a, a show led by 10, 10 year old kids or whatever? I think it'll be interesting to see what they run into, like on the show. I think it'll probably pull out a lot of cool stuff yeah. with kids. This might be yeah. your heart. This might be your horror show, Rick. Yeah, it could be. I was going to say I just saw something pretty. You know, I still watch The Walking Dead, and World Beyond was kind of similar. They had a bunch of young kids that grew up post-zombie apocalypse, and we got to see, like, their point of view. Um, it wasn't the greatest thing of all time, but as somebody that loves universe building, you know, the different point of view is what makes it what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I then agree. if it's really kick-ass, then, you know, even better. 
And of course, you know, the main event, well, for most people, the main event, we finally got first look at season three of The Mandalorian. Oh, boy. People love that Grogu, man. I, I should have brought Grogu instead of my Stormtrooper helmet. I, I, I got to put him back there for the next show. Um, again, I mean, what can you say? Filoni and Favreau, they are the new rock stars of Lucasfilm, of Disney. They've basically been saying, here's the keys. Do what you got to do. They pretty much saved Star Wars after the hatred of the Disney trilogy, which is what I call it. I don't think it's as bad as people want it. People just people love to like tear shit apart. Oh, it's so so bad. And Star Wars fans seem to be the worst, which I'm kind of offended by. Very toxic. Which again we'll get to when we talk about Obi-Wan, because of course there's hatred in this TV show, which blows my freaking mind. There's a lot of opinions for sure. Uh so again, Rick, Mandalorian season three. I know every pumped for it. What'd you think of the footage? Did you watch the trailer? I saw some of the trailer for that one. I, I'm going to tell you when I really love something and it's like, I'm going to do it. Um, like almost every uh, Marvel movie, Eddie hates this when I'm on uh, uh, Peach Tea and we're talking trailers. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to watch that trailer. I want to walk uh, into that Spider-Man movie and like just see what happens. And with Mandalorian, hey. I love the Mandalorian series. Um, there, there's not a bad episode in the bunch. I even love the Mandalorian episode in Boba Fett. It's <laughs> um, I'm I'm so pumped for it. I want it to be very fresh and new to me when I when I watch it. So I started watching it and I got excited and I just shut it off. Oh, hey, that's <laughs> that's up I to you. I applaud you for that. Yeah, Ashley, it's really hard. It's my fan. <laughs> well, I give you. Uh, I'm like that so much. When me and my wife had our daughter, we didn't want to know what we were having until she came out. So I, I will wait for when I things are good. I will wait, that. dude. <laughs> you, you, you people drive me crazy with that. That drives me insane. Uh, so, I, so, did, so did you have a boy name and a girl name ready to go? Or you're gonna wait to wait, wait to see what so she looks we like? had we had everything ready to go, and her room is neutral because my wife went to the U, so she just has Miami University room, a uh, University of Miami, excuse me, <laughs> uh, and. Um, so when my wife gave birth and they, they picked her up and held her in front of me, I was like, oh, my God, where's her, where's his dick? Because <laughs> we expected a boy so much that they picked her up and held her up to me. And I was like, wait, he's missing something. No, but that's my baby. I love her so much. Um, but, yeah, it was the hardest thing in the world to not know. But at some point, you convince yourself what it is. And then you know, it well, I would see. I'm the opposite. I have to know, have to know. <laughs> yeah. And and after you know, after I had my daughter, when we when you know the next one's coming, they said it's a boy. I said no, it isn't. I, I thought <laughs> I, I thought I thought I was getting I thought I was getting another girl. I was like, this is gonna be me. I'm like, hey, no, it's a boy. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's not gonna be a boy. No, like, oh, look, here it is. Look, I'm like, no, no. I, I didn't I didn't really believe it until later on. I was like, okay, we're having a boy. Awesome. So. <laughs> Actually, Mandalorian, how about you? What do you think of the trailer? I feel like I didn't see the trailer. Oh. I know I watched it all, but I feel like I didn't catch the trailer. I kind of want to go watch it right now. But I love Mando, man. I have seen a lot of, like, Cara Dune coming back. Mm, not, yeah. not, not Gina Carano, no. <laughs> well, I saw that, like, she is coming back. She is, but she's not. I know. I, who knows what's going to happen? Hey, think they, they punished her long Wait, enough. did they resolve know. her issue? Oh, I don't think uh, so. You can't resolve That's, her issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think there's any resolve her, her to do there. Her, her issues, her mindset, and she ain't changing her mindset. So, yeah, but whatever. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. I love Mando. Yeah, they say this is gonna be the season where they, we actually gonna get to see Mandalore. Uh, he has to go back to redo, you know, redeem himself from taking his helmet off, and the only way he can do that is go back to Mandalore, and it looked fantastic. So you guys got to watch that trailer. Oh, I'm sorry, Rick's not going to watch the trailer. See, you know, make I'm me laugh. Ed <laughs> gets so mad at me because so we're talking about Ed again. I'm the guy who wants to watch the trailer. I don't care if it doesn't have special effects. I don't care if it has sound. I want to watch Star Wars <laughs> now. Like I want to see all this stuff now. I don't care if it's not finished. I don't care if it doesn't have a soundtrack. I'll watch a movie with guys going pew pew as long as I can <laughs> see like like some spoilers in there. I'm good to go. Make your own sound effects. Have, yeah, have either exactly. of you ever seen that bootleg version of the Logan movie that they were selling on the trains? Yeah. No. With no that? special effects or anything. Yeah. I still own my copy. I found it the other day. I was like, this is it's gold. That's awesome. I never even heard of that before. How to look You've that never, up. It, so, yeah, um, the, the bootleggers had a, a version of Logan ready that had no special effects on it. So there's scenes where you see like a drawing of a plane and like that's <laughs> and it's not even like a storyboard. It's like somebody took a pencil and drew a plane. That's uh, fantastic. You can see all the wires when they're flipping around. It's it's great. I might make you a copy of my copy and send it out. Oh my god, I have to have that. Yeah. I would just sit there and die laughing. I miss that's those bootleggers, man. I miss those guys. They're not around anymore. They crack down on those guys. <laughs> um. The Bad Batch. You guys watched the first season of The Bad Batch. I yes. started Clone Wars because I wanted to know what was going on with Bad Batch. So I'm working my way towards it. You're working your way through. Uh, Rick, you watch Bad Batch? I'm all about Bad Batch. Did you watch again? Uh, <clears throat> I, guess, I guess you didn't watch the trailer for season two, though. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna they, move right along, know, then. <laughs> they earned. They earned my. They earned my love. You know, they earned my love already. Then in their in their own series, they really stood out. I can't wait to see them in real life, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll move on then. Uh, Tales of the Jedi. I just, oh my God, I, I like this one a lot, too. Animated show, going back in time, we're going to get ourselves a young Qui-Gon Jinn following a young Count Dooku before he turns into the dark side. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be another one of those where yeah. I'm just like, ah! I can't wait to see a young Count Dooku especially. Um, and a young, yeah, young Qui Gon, see when he turns hippie, because as we know, he's basically the hippie of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, well, the major hippie, I should say. He don't follow no rules. You know, he thinks outside the box. He's the one who learned how to become a blue ghost. You know, so he's he, he's he's the hippie of the Jedi, and that's saying a lot because those guys are basically hippies. Uh, <laughs> who was the other? Sorry, I have to look at my notes. There was another. They're not just following them. They're following somebody else, too. Would it be a young Obi-Wan? I don't know. That would be like a uh, super yeah. young Obi-Wan. I'm ill-prepared. Yeah, he'll yeah he'll probably pop on later. He'll be a kid. He'll be a little kid on right. that show. So that's even, even better. I absolutely He'd be like that Anakin's too. age when we first met him. He'd be like that small. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Let's see what my notes, my notes, my notes. Visions will be coming back. I don't know if anybody's watched Visions. That was the animated special, pretty badass. Yeah. I I'm, love that. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't into the whole uh, uh, Japanese animation kind of stuff, but those are really kick-ass, real yeah. kick-ass cartoons. The animation cool. threw me off, though. And I was watching all those terribly animated uh, Clone Wars episodes, and somehow 
the, what, the, 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 the originals, you mean? The original Clone yeah. Wars? The, 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 uh, those are awesome. Well, how awesome are those now to look, look back on? Oh, no. They, the storytelling, they're amazing. But to watch them, like I feel like I'm watching a Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> the two-minute episodes, those ones you're talking about, the Cartoon Network? Yeah, but also the, the ones that came after, like the regular series. Really? You don't like the animation? Mm. I love the animation. I think I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, you guys have anything else from the celebration? I don't remember. My mind's slipping. I'm, I'm an old man. And I try to take uh, a bunch of notes. But like you said, games, Lego, all kinds of crap was announced. So if I miss something, please help me out. Uh, I looked up Tales of the Jedi, and it says that one of them is going to follow Ahsoka Tana. Oh, there you go. Young Ahsoka, too, yeah. then. Yeah, so that'll be good. No, so I watched a lot of just the last... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, I watched a bunch of just, like, the live feeds, so it was just, like, all, like, the random panels of stuff. Yeah, the panels were great. The Obi-Wan... Um, Obi-Wan, I'm going to call him that. Ewan McGregor, Aiden <laughs> Christian, it was great. Um, yeah. They had a lot of... You know, it was, I, I hate the fact that Hayden Christensen has to say, oh, I'm glad they they finally came around and he's not getting abused anymore, and Come on, man! It's what a horrible group of people we are, our Star Wars fans, for for blundering yeah. these poor people. Same thing happened to Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. He was the bastard Spider-Man, and now everybody's like, "I love Andrew." He stole well, the movie. Look at poor Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd played the original Anakin Skywalker. He got bullied into drugs and stealing and jail, and the kid never acted again because people shit on him for that role. He was a little I'm sure kid. there are factors in that. Let's be honest. I'm, 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 I'm not going to disagree with you, but I, I, I think I think a million people on the internet telling you you suck have to have a little effect on you after yeah. a little while. It's closer to nine million. My wife bullies me, and I want to go hide in a hole. Yeah. Can't imagine a million people. All right, so let's let me know what. Let's get to the main event because I am super pumped. I'm very excited. This was the show that I really, really, really wanted, um, especially considering they got so they got Ewan McGregor back, they got Hayden Christensen back. Uh, first three episodes, I have minor issues with, but they did blow my mind. I had like very minor, picky, stupid little picky things about them. Um, overall, before we get started, how are you guys loving the series so far, or not loving it? Maybe you don't love it. Um, how does Obi Wan look? the same throughout it all he does not age a bit no like not saying that he needs to look older now but like he just always looks the same doesn't doesn't get any older doesn't get any younger it's money jeans yeah into that he has good jeans good 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 kenobi hey whatever whatever you want to do i'm at but he they took the gray away he had the gray and 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 render the sith a little bit just starting out yeah and that's gone. Well, because his hair is long, but still. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we see, see more gray. Little things you gotta let go. Let it go. <laughs> just <laughs> pick that tiny little thing. That's my thing to the Star Wars universe. Let it go. Just let it. Let, let this one little thing go, please. Instead of bu- bullying somebody into rehab like you did with Jake or Jake Lloyd. <sighs> Poor Jake Lloyd. I mean, I hope this, I hope the little Princess Leia girl. Please leave this girl alone. She's so nice. Please leave She's her alone. Nice. And she looks just like my niece, by the way. Dead ringer. <laughs> I showed my mother. She goes, oh, my God, that's her. I was like, I told you. Looks just like her. Acts like her, too, by the way. There you go. Halloween so, costume. <laughs> that's true. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Obi-Wan, episode one. Again, I- I'm sitting there watching this. 
I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm 10 years old again. I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. We open up with a whole big recap of, of the of what happened. They showed no Clone Wars footage, though. But we got episodes <laughs> one through everything to get you caught up on what was going on. I was so excited about this one. And after the recap, we hit right into Order 66. We are at the Jedi Temple. We got a couple kids doing some yoga with some Jedi. Clone troopers burst the door opening. Miss, because that's, I guess, what they do. How do you miss? They, yeah. they, they buck like 10 shots and missed every kid and the Jedi. These are clone troopers, too. <laughs> These are not the like repl- the human replacements. These guys shouldn't be missing that many shots. Well, they missed. They missed. <laughs> and this Jedi took a, took a lightsaber to their asses, and they brought them out into the hallway, and these kids are all, uh, you know, Jedi gets chopped down. These kids don't know what to do. One kid takes charge. We are to believe that that one kid will turn out to be Reva later on in the series. We hasn't been confirmed yet. But it's very possible. So, real quick, I'm going to break it down. How'd the opening grab you guys? I was all about it. It, um, it, uh, so I play a lot of softball. And in softball, you buy a bat, it takes like a year or two to break it in. You buy a really good bat, and we say it's hot out the wrapper. <laughs> this, this episode was hot out the wrapper. The recap. Like, had my heart racing, had to, like, pause it, go get something to drink and come back. And then when it jumped right into the action, like, it, uh, Grogu put us there last series, you know, mm-hmm. when, when we saw where, you know, where he was at, we don't know who saved him. Uh, that's something maybe we learned in this series. Um, but, um, it, uh, it just, we had a glimpse of what was going on there. We've always had glimpses, and I feel like this intimate showing of what was going on, it, it was amazing. I will probably get. I think we're gonna get more flashbacks to that to the temple for Order sixty six, which hoping they're gonna give us some uh, Anakin chopping kids in half. No, <laughs> uh, we never actually saw it. We just got the boom. Yeah, so we got the lightsaber. Ashley, how'd you like the opening? What do you think of the Order sixty six? I like didn't know its purpose. Like it happened, and then I watched it again. I was like, I don't know what the. The purpose of this is so i had to watch it a few times so like hearing you guys talk about it it makes a lot more sense but i would yeah like you guys said i was into it i was like yep this is a go yeah it is so anyway we cut away it's 10 years later uh we are on tatooine the first shot we see is you know one little my nice little town and here come the inquisitors the inquisitors are from clone wars or from rebels they are basically darth vader's uh bitches they're 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 force sensitive enough to you know to wield the lightsaber, but they will never ever be a Sith. They will never ever be a Jedi. They are not that capable, but they're capable enough to go out and hunt Jedi, which kind of doesn't make sense to me in a way, because a Jedi is a Jedi, an Inquisitor is an Inquisitor. But again, you let that go. You let just, that shit just, go. Just let let shit go, man. It's all you got to do. Calm down, relax. So the three of them arrive, including the Grand Inquisitor. They're looking for a Jedi, and right away, I think people often been going. Is this Obi-Wan? Is this Obi-Wan? No. We have another Jedi hiding out in Tatooine, living in some bar, hanging out in a bar, getting his tan on. Uh, Rava was his name. And I love the speech the Inquisitor gave. It was the one from the trailer about the Jedi, how they they, they can't keep their their mouth shut. They can't stay hidden. They have to help. It's in their nature. Absolutely love that speech. I would get that thing tattooed on my back if I could. That's how good it was. That's how freaking good it was. Ashley, take me through it. Your, your first thoughts of the Inquisitors. I loved it. 
Like I I was the same way. I was like looking for Obi-Wan. I was like nitpicking every single person they showed in that little like two minutes of like everyone walking around the bar. And yeah, the third sister, man. Not a woman to be messed with at no, all. She is angry. She's yeah. an angry, angry she, person. I would not cross that woman. But then like when he throws whatever at that guy and the Jedi's like over there like holding it. And then everyone's looking at him for like two minutes. This is where I nitpick and say, why didn't he stop when everyone was looking at him? True. But then don't forget to, again, again, nitpicking, let it go. They don't necessarily have to use their hands. It's just something they do to kind of like, you know, you know, they don't have no, to. No, it's true. Because when yeah. Jar Jar Binks was all using his force powers, we didn't really <laughs> notice it until like 15 years later when we I, watched I, the Blu-ray. Are you a Jar Jar is the real emperor believer? Is that what you're I'm saying? I'm a Jar Jar was a Sith believer. <laughs> oh, I don't, wow. the, I don't know if he was the real emperor, but I think he definitely. Well, he it was a little he too perfectly placed. In but a he lot technically of did create the Grand Army in Episode Two. He did technically. So, yeah. Rick, the Inquisitors. How you like the live action Inquisitors? Um, I don't like them as much as I like the Inquisitors from the shows. I feel like um, <clears throat> with all the access to great makeup and stuff, these guys are kind of hokey looking. They kind of um, look like the mask. The yeah. Mask. Yeah. Like it, it, it's eh. uh, whoever did, uh, what was it, Cad Bane? Mm-hmm. Like wh- whoever did him should have like done these guys. Like yeah, he looks so good. And these guys look like, man, like the scariest looking one is a chick with just her hair up. <laughs> she's angry. Well, she's angry. That's why. But the Grand Inquisitor is, is was the first uh, toxic fandom problem because he doesn't like the the uh, Inquisitor from the series. But as we know, what's coming up, that guy didn't last too long. So we we may still have a shot at having uh, the Grand Inquisitor from the show. Just saying, because it, it's a different timeline. Rebels takes place after this. It's five years after. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. So my people might have to shut their mouths and wait patiently, and we will get Jason Isaacs as the Grand Inquisitor, like it should be. <laughs> I may or may not be watching Rebels all this weekend. Yeah, Rebel Rebels is Rebels was. Rebels. They're really fast too. The, epi- yeah. the episodes in an hour, you'll finish three. Like yeah, because what the Clone Wars was great, but then you know Rebels the first time because it's like especially me because of my age, it's it's all original trilogy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get all the Clone Wars shit where they can make up anything they want because it takes. You get Tie Fighters. You get the yeah. starter story, you're like, oh, then get Tarkin. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so great. So that, like me, was like a big, huge, big, huge thing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we cut away. Robin does manage to escape. Third sister wants to go after him. The Inquisitor tells her to relax. He ain't going nowhere. We're going to get him. Very confident group of people they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, and why they're so scared, I don't understand. They're so scared of these guys. I, I think Robin might not be a full Jedi. He's in hiding for 10 years. All right. He's probably a little weak. A little bit of a nerd, I want to call him. Anyway, we cut we cut away, and here we are. Obi-Wan Kenobi chopping some kind of meat, some kind of, what is it called? A conveyor belt line. Stealing meat, putting it in his bank. First shot we have him, he looks absolutely pathetic. I kind of dug it. I'm dugging the way he's looking. Ten years in the desert, living by himself, talking to a Jawa of all people. Um, your first impression to Obi-Wan, guys. I mean... Beat up. The I was like, is that guy poor? <laughs> Stealing what kind of meat was? Was that a do bag? Yeah. I don't know what the hell that crap yeah. was. 
That was nasty looking. That looked better. That looked better than the makeup. It did. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It um, it was. I'm a big fan of Better Call Saul, and Better Call Saul picks up with him like working in a Baskin Robbins, like no longer the badass like lawyer and all this stuff you saw on TV. So for me, this is the same thing. You know, this guy had to turn tail and just blend in with the normal people. Yep. Like, so, this yeah, he, is his Clark Kent, you know? <laughs> yeah, he grabs his Eopi after work. That He takes it out to the desert. You find he lives in a little cave. He's got his own Lojack system with a little R2, R2 piece pops up. Gives him the green light or the red light, which I thought was really cool. So no one's lurking in his cave. Makes a nice dinner, Ray style, from episode 7. Whatever the hell that shit was popped up. Doorbell rings. It's a goddamn Jawa, and I love me some Jawas. They they are the funniest goddamn creatures in the Star Wars universe. Uh, Obi Wan asked, better than Ewoks, of course. Obi Wan asked, <laughs> "Did you get what I wanted? What he wanted was the big first Easter egg of, of the show. He bought the T sixteen Skyhopper that Luke Skywalker was playing with in Episode Four way back in the day." Bought it from the Jabba to give to young Luke. That was my first <laughs> feeling <laughs> of, of the new show. Uh, and the stupid Jabba stole parts from his evaporator to sell it back to him, which was, I thought, again, Jabba's are just the funniest damn creatures, <laughs> funniest creatures in the world. Um, are you guys nerds like me? Did you know what the Skyhopper was, or is that just me? I recognized it and I had to go back. I recognized it and I had to go back and Google. Okay. Ashley, no nerd? No, yeah, no. <laughs> did, you, did you know that until just now? Correct. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I, I'm here to educate just as much as... Yeah. as, as I, I learned from somebody else that I'll <laughs> never meet. <laughs> I was just like, I know that, but what is it? And I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah, so then Obi-Wan goes to sleep. He had, we have we see his first nightmare. He has the nightmare of Anakin, um, flashes of his whole youth, his whole training, Mustafar setting him on fire, burning him, and when he wakes up, the first thing he does is call out to Master Qui Gon, which we first learned um, he has not learned to communicate with him yet, and which I thought was kind of a shock to me. Um, I figured he would have had that shit down already, uh, but he seems to have turned himself off to the Force because he doesn't seem very in tune with anything. Like same thing with, we'll find out later on. He did not know that Anakin was alive, and Anakin was. And I thought he would have known. Right away, like at least within the first few months, who yeah. he really was, um, and not knowing was a huge part of the show and a huge part of of what makes him Obi Wan. So he sneaks out to the large homestead in the middle of the night, drops off the Skyhopper, um, and here comes this Jedi Nari stalking him in the middle of the desert, telling him, "You got to help me. You were a great Jedi once." And Ben, he's like, "Dude, call me Ben and just get the hell out of here." I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing to do with you. Take your lightsaber, bury it in the sand, and get the hell out of here. Um, Obi Wan, this is not the Obi Wan we know. What do you guys think of Obi Wan here? Kind of a coward. Kind of, kind of a, a yeah. Kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, want- more did spit through a lot. That that man's had some trauma. Yeah. Yeah. It, I want to support your. I think he disconnected from the Force thing. The last episodes of Re- uh, episode of Rebels. Remember, Ahsoka did the thing with Darth Vader. They mm-hmm. did the Ray and uh, uh, Ben thing, where they could see each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. So this whole time, Ben and Anakin should have that same thing should have happened at some point. Uh, we've seen it happen multiple times. So I, I agree with you with him turning himself off from the Force. 
same way when he has to save baby Leia from the uh from the fall, mm-hmm. he didn't look super confident. <laughs> and that was a pretty basic Jedi trick. Like, and, yeah, we also know Luke did the same thing in uh, The Last Jedi. He turned himself off completely because he didn't mm-hmm. want to be found. He didn't want to be found. So it is something that they can do. Um, it's like Spider-Man with his web shooters wouldn't shoot anymore. No, but I think that was, another, <laughs> that was a mental block. That was a mental block, I think. That was his, his impotence. <laughs> Anyway, we cut away. All of a sudden, we find ourselves on Alderaan. I'm like, I, this was part of the show that I was like, what the hell is going on here? We find ourselves on Alderaan, a little girl getting dressed. In, in comes the, the, the queen saying, are you ready? They whip off her head. It's not her. Who's her? We don't know who her is. All of a sudden, we cut to this little girl running through the woods being just a big pain in the ass, getting climbing up a tree, counting what ship she sees leaving the atmosphere, having a good old time. And then we finally hear Leia. What are you doing? What's your thoughts off the bat that we're getting a young Princess Leia in this show, guys? My wife ruined this scene for me. She, <laughs> Miss, I never watched anything Star Wars. Was like, hey, I think uh, I heard that the girl that played Princess Leia did Carrie Fisher's memory, like this and that. I was like, what? What, what are you telling me? What are you? Uh, so um, unfortunately, I knew all about the, the scene prior to uh, prior to seeing it. Um, but I I still loved it. it uh, she's uh, she looks beautiful in the role. It you know she's acting just like her. It's just um, I love it. I love it. And I hate I hate saying I love it so much. I'm usually the hater on these shows. But uh, <laughs> well, I haven't heard any, I haven't heard too much Leia hate yet. 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 Please don't bully that little girl. Give it a year. That's what I said. Please don't bully this little First, yeah, I think she's, she acted very well. She was a pain in the ass the way Leia should be. She was mm-hmm. tough. She was strong. Uh, she was sneaky as shit when she tried to steal the robot back from her mother. I thought mm-hmm. that was hysterical. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, ask your first impressions of Little Princess Leia. It was one of those like mind-blowing moments. I was like, ah, oh, that's her! <laughs> um, yeah, I... This whole series, or yeah, these just first few shows are just those moments where you're like, oh my god, we're getting to see these glimpses of like little Leia and Obi-Wan and all these people who like we forgot about for so long. And, and of course, you just you think they can't come up with another droid, they come up with another droid that every kid's gonna want. We got little Lola now, yeah. a little handheld droid that they were selling at Celebration. I haven't seen them online yet, though. You know, we've seen that droid before, right? Which one? Which one are you talking about? The one you're talking about. Which one are you talking about? I'm like, what you say? Uh, and batteries not included. I was saying batteries not included. <laughs> <laughs> it looks just like the same one. I was thinking the same thing. He got a little batteries not included droid. But yeah. Well, the same people made them. Is it the same people? Yeah, same company. Oh, yeah, the same go. company that did special effects for batteries not included did this also. I think uh, Lucas. Well, we also what a good part about this this year we see that uh, Princess Leia does not want to be a princess. She does not want to be a senator. She does not want to deal with these parties. And then when uh, the family arrives, they make her know that she's not a real Organa, and she's just like, "I ain't having this shit. I'm not having it." Their asses, yeah. Yeah, she's a tough little. I, and I love it. I love the fact that that her and Bale have this special. Jimmy Smith's back, by the way. Uh, yeah, love they it. have this. They have a more of a relationship. Then I get the mom does. They have seemed to be a lot closer. And he kind of, I think he digs her getting in trouble and her being a little pain in the ass. I think he really likes that about her, which I think yeah. is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, With him coming back, do you think we get a Mace Windu sighting in this series? Dude, I hope no one. I can't bring everyone back. You can't. You can't bring everyone back. Let let some people stay dead, for Christ's sake. The dude fell out of a thousand-story window. Everybody does. Unless someone (laughs) caught. Darth Maul was cut in half when he fell that far. And it got all its ribs chopped off. But he didn't get electrocuted first. Princess Leia flew through out of space. Like, this happens to everyone. Let's not talk about that one. (laughs) Let's not not bring that one up. Uh, Anyway, we cut back again. Obi-Wan, day two of chopping the meat. Again, the same thing. He goes back as the Opie. Bam, that toy shows up. And here's the big scene that we got in the trailer. Uh, The first clip, I mean. Uncle Owen shows up. Owen Lars is not happy with old Ben Kenobi. Telling him to stay away. Telling him we don't need your help. Telling him to get the hell out of here. And and Obi-Wan just saying, dude, that kid's mine. When it's time, he must be trained. He must be able to do it. And Owen's having absolutely no part of it. I love the dynamics between Ewan McGregor and Joel Egerton. I was so happy when they got Joel Egerton to come back because he is Uncle Owen. Um, and just when he thought they were going to come to fists, here come those damn Inquisitors again. And this time, Reva takes charge, and Reva's having none of it. None of it. She threatens basically the whole town, saying, I'm going to kill this man, Owen, and his entire family if you don't tell me where the Jedi is. Fantastic. Fantastic. And he could have very well just said, there's a Jedi right there. But he didn't. Owen stood his ground to a red lightsaber. Balls, dude. That was a lot of balls. Scene. Tell me about the scene. Where are your thoughts at? He's not a <laughs> Simple as that. He's just not. We don't rat on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, we don't rat over here. <laughs> That's great. Um, though. I I I thought he was gonna. I thought he was definitely a goner. Uh, but I knew he wasn't. I knew he wasn't gonna rat. And what do you think of him saying that all Jedi are vermin and you, I kill vermin on my farm? What a great quote that was. And what a, what a, like a nod to Obi Wan standing like to his right, like dude, I'll kill you. Is, is, he <laughs> is that a way to threaten Obi Wan <laughs> if he comes I, back to the house? I didn't even see it that way, but. Maybe. <laughs> I kill vermin on my farm. I was like, whoa, that's a little dark, Owen. Because, you know, you got Obi-Wan standing 10 feet away, hiding in the shadows. I know that was great, though. That was a, I got, I got, I'm, I'm so giddy about everything that goes on with the show. It's, it's not even fair. Um, let's cut back to Leia again now. Leia, this time after her family gets an argument, she takes off into the woods again. And here comes the one problem that everyone's had with this show so far, with one of the worst chase scenes probably ever put on film. (laughs) We find out that Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is a bounty hunter of some sort, and he is after young Princess Leia with two of his goons. One of the worst running moments, and we'll see this little girl running, taking hefts, and 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 the guy behind her is doing this weird run, and the internet, of course, exploded. I've already (laughs) seen like 10 10 different uh, remakes of it, and they're all hysterical. I'm not going to lie. It was great, though. Uh, but what do we guys think of Flea joining the Star Wars universe? That was out of left field, definitely. Ashley, you go. <laughs> what happened? You, you, you dropped there. I said it's fan service. Sorry, I don't think I got muted. Fan oh, service. Okay. It's all fan service. <laughs> Flea? I don't think Flea is fan service. <laughs> Only thing he was missing was those pants with all the teddy bears on them. He would have been chasing her like <laughs> Looking like Buster Rhymes in the uh, "Give Me Some More" video. Yeah, again, like, <laughs> so that's it. exactly what that chase it's scene it. reminded me of. The Buster now, Rhymes now, video. Now we got to put that music in behind that. <laughs> <laughs> and see how it looked. 
No, I, I wouldn't call Flea fan service. I, I mean, there's a lot of people right now who don't know who Flea is at this point. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. He, he does play a great scumbag villain type guy. It was quite the surprise. So sure. I thought it was great. Uh, they kidnap her. Um, and uh, next thing you know, Bale has to call call the old hotline phone. Ben's, Ben's phone goes off, the, the, the bat phone in his briefcase. He's like, holy shit. And there's Bale saying, you're the only one I trust. You know how important she is. You're the one who has to go get her. And he basically says, nope, I ain't doing it. I got to stay here and watch the kid. I got to watch the brother, the Luke. And, and he says, you know, she's just as important as he is. You got to go get him. And he says, no. Goes on about his day. Goes back to the work. Again, we got more meat. We got more cutting. But this time, as he's walking, <laughs> and this time as he's walking through town, you find out that the uh, Inquisitors caught the Jedi Nari and hung his ass in the town, and that kind of what set Obi Wan off. Returns home, his low jack goes off. There's somebody inside. It turns out Bail Organa has made the ride to Tatooine. Finally, convinces him to go get her. Um, this was the part that I was waiting to see whether this whole show would take place on Tatooine, and then I was like, it can't. Can't it can't it can't it can't because people have had enough of Tatooine because of Boba Fett. So here we go. Um, yeah, he decides to go get her. Digs up his lightsabers out of the ground, Ray style. I don't want to say Ray style. People get upset when I say Ray style. <laughs> hey, it's true. <laughs> digs up his lightsabers. He has well, obviously he has two of them. One of them belonged to Anakin. The other one is his. Uh, and that's it. Obi Wan is off to save Princess Leia. So again, as the credits roll on Episode One. I mean, are you th- I mean, no one thought that we'd see Obi-Wan and Princess Leia, young Princess Leia, together on screen. Ashley, where, where, where's your head at during this point? I was immediately fighting the next episode. I was like, all right, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait. We got to go to the next one. <laughs> yeah, there was no wait. There, there was no wait. There was no, like, break after that. You had to go right to number two. Rick, yep. what about you? Same. Same? Same. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Wanted to binge at that point, but they cut me off at two. <laughs> oh, I know. That, that's what pissed me off the most, too. Um, all right, so we head up in episode two. We're going to get through two real quick because I can't wait to get to three. Three, I'm, I'm itching to talk about three. But two, he lands on what I don't know what the name of the planet was. I forgot the name of the planet. But my favorite part about this already, as he's walking through this shitty-ass town, he they tracked, uh, they tracked the ship to where it was. There's a clone trooper. Sitting on the floor, Tamira Morrison back as another clone trooper begging for money. And this is just another great way to, to pay tribute to the previous shows that the Empire basically told the clones, you guys are out, you're done. You know, I don't know how they don't have the Order 66 thing still locked in their head, but this is poor guy. Absolutely fantastic scene. Probably my favorite scene in this episode for some reason. I don't know why it clicks so much for me. But I absolutely love seeing that, Tamira Morrison as a clone. That's a great observation. That they were robots during order, during the order, and why are they not necessarily robots right now? Not robots, but they they were programmed. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they were programmed to obey Order sixty six, and they had to. Some of them obviously didn't. Some of them found out, you know, and cracked away, as you'll see in Rebels and on uh, well, was, yeah, Bad Batch and all that in, stuff. In, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, in Bad Batch, they're pretty normal. They just have their orders. That's true. They weren't robots. They were just very dedicated to their cause. Yeah, anyway, kidding. <laughs> um, this planet is basically a drug den. He walks into a whole room with the spice now. Spice is the, is, is the uh, Star Wars universe's, I want to say, cocaine. Methamphetamine. It's all. I think it's it's all powder, all different colors, all different <laughs> kinds. And Ewan McGregor's daughter 
makes her first appearance in the Star Wars universe as the drug dealer. What a great role. Yeah. Offering, offering your daddy some drugs. What a great role for your first one in Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, we get this one quick. He tracked, he tracks Leia down. She's very worried to go with him. She does not want to go with him. She's a feisty little bitch. I absolutely, I thought she was fantastic in this one too. I don't understand the hatred. I really, really don't understand the hatred. Um, well, well, speaking of which, let's get to the hatred part. Reva is the as the character that's getting the most blasted. They don't like her. They, by I mean the toxic fans, I'm saying they don't like her. Uh, she's getting a lot of heat, a lot of stuff about just being too, quoting, black, and just a red because you got like three aliens and a black girl. Basically, <laughs> what they're saying, it's like, why do you have three aliens and then just an angry black girl? It's like, dude, is that really what you're going to focus on? Why is this the society we live in? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So first of all, give me your thoughts on Reva, the character, the actress. And am I the only one who doesn't understand the hatred? Yeah, no, I think she's a badass. Like, I would not fuck with the third sister, ever. I think (laughs) she killed that. I think she kills that role. Especially in the third episode. I think that she absolutely knocks it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Rick? Um, I don't know why I was being super socially conscious while I was watching both of these episodes, but <laughs> something that I noticed at the end of this episode was the two big bads in the last couple of series seem to be people of color with John Carlos Stanton and then now her here. And I was like, wow, this is, this is so different from what I'm used to. The empires, you know, it's usually like white guys as generals telling people what to do. Like their army is pretty mixed, but you never see people of color in positions of power as bad guys um, and as good guys all the time, but never really as bad guys. Uh, So like I noticed that observation and then I said, wait, this is like, we're expanding the universe now. Now we're getting to meet everyone. Were we really gonna have like a million bad guys and none of them be a person of color that's in control? that's Mm -hmm. in charge i was like that would be a greater slap in the face (laughs) so like when i like came to that you know that realization like this is an expanded universe like you know like you have to expand your thinking um and then i really was very accepting of people of color as bad guys (laughs) in these roles that are new you know um and i loved her character um i think that she has a redemption arc in this series i'm going to call it now I do this on Grammys all the time. Well, that's I, what I was going to ask you guys. something random. That's but, what I wanted to ask you guys. I think there's something off about her right. and her, obs- her obsession with Obi-Wan. I don't think it's just to please Vader. I think there's something more to this character. I don't think she technically wants to be – I might be wrong. I, I, th- I don't think she wants to be bad. I think there's something there yeah, that, that we're not seeing yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's like overly obsessed with Obi-Wan. It's not like I need to find him and I'm going to get his ass. It's I need him now. Yeah, I need him for a reason. Yeah, I don't see I don't yeah. see that as a of course it could just be maybe somebody just felt he abandoned them. But why just him? Why not? You yeah. know, why is he so obsessed with him? Is it just because of Vader? Yeah, I don't know. I see. So it's it's really weird. But she what she does, she disobeys the Grand Inquisitor at all turns. And in this episode, she puts out, they tell her not to do anything. Just to lay low, we'll get him. And she said, she says, nope, I'm putting out a bounty on his head. 
<laughs> to get every bounty hunter in, in, in the in the planet to be looking for them. And it works because every bounty hunter starts going after Obi-Wan. And can we talk about the fact that Obi-Wan's a goddamn ninja? I mean, has <laughs> anybody has, has he the dude can fight? I He's mean terrible uh, with the handgun though. Of course. Because they, they they're 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 not a civilized weapon. They're not civilized. <laughs> But he I was is like, a this guy make an excellent stormtrooper with this. Like, is this the first time we've seen a Jedi punch somebody? Like, like this is like really, like I'm like, holy shit, the dude can fight. And that was my most favorite part, I think, of of, of Obi Wan's character's point. He's kicking major ass. He's taking on two, three guys apiece. Of course, he has the Force, which allows him to, you know, anticipate more than other guys. But still, the fact that he's kicking major ass, I thought was great. Um. So anyway, this that does lead to him. Uh, escaping Reva again, not having it. She she might about to track him down. Um, they get him in this warehouse where he's they're waiting for a ship to get off this planet. The Grand Inquisitor shows up, tells her to knock it off. You're not going to get my role. You're not going to be my job. She says okay, puts a lightsaber right through the guy's gut. Not ah. only does he does that, but she goes into warriors mode. Obi Wan, I'm like we're in the warriors. I was like we're in the warriors. She's taunting his ass. And then she reveals the biggest holy shit moment of the episode. She knows who Anakin Skywalker is. She knows that Darth Vader. And so she says he is alive. And the look on Obi Wan's face was goddamn priceless. And at that moment, I was like, first of all, how does Reva know who he is? Because if you know that information, he's coming for you. You're not allowed to walk around with that information. He will kill you. So again, now we have now we have some kind of relationship between Vader and Reva that we don't know about yet. So tell me what you guys thought of through the ending. What do you think Reva's character is going to be? And why does she know who, who Anakin Skywalker really is? Throw out, throw out a theory if you got one. Rick, do you have anything? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So I think she's going to get a redemption arm. That's the hill I'm going to die on. Now, why I think she has such an issue is with Obi-Wan. Um, I think she, because she was a Jedi, I believe that she is the little girl that we see in the opening. Um, I believe that she saw Anakin slaughtering her fellow students. And uh, she knew that Obi-Wan trained Anakin because she's training to be a Jedi. Obviously, she knows the hierarchy. And then for whatever reason, she knows that he's Darth Vader. Now, my explanation for why she knows he's Darth Vader is Anakin's relationship with Ahsoka. Like, he he always has, like, a like I think he might just have a thing for his, you know, apprentice being a, a female apprentice. Like, I think he might have taken her as his next Ahsoka. And so that's how she knows things about him. This is all made up in my mind, but... Kind of makes sense to me. I don't know if she has the hots for Vader. Vader's not too sexy, Carolyn. I don't know. Some, people, some, some people might think Vader's sexy. I mean, I think Vader's kind of sexy myself, but hey, I don't people are in everything. People this are in some weird voice. shit, y'all. People are in some weird <laughs> shit, and I never understood the, the women dress like like this in my Vader bikini lingerie. I don't get it. Like, oh, you want me to wear that? No, it's stupid. It's Darth Vader for Christ's sake. I don't. I don't want to be attracted to Darth Vader. <laughs> we live in a world where. Like where's some Princess Leia shit? Don't come at me with a Chewbacca wig on. And they're going to turn me on. 
<laughs> so anyway, the very closing, and I think this is a very key moment. Again, this is my opinion. Obi-Wan sitting there, the realization setting in, and he says very quietly, Anakin. And then we cut right away to the back to tank. And, and you see for the first time Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader and the tank. I think that's the moment he broke, he released himself into the force again. And by accident made that connection with Anakin. Anakin's like, I got your ass. Because that is it. He Now they know. That was the connection made. That's just my opinion. I hope it's true. Maybe it's not true. But we'll see. Uh, you guys you guys like that theory? Yeah, I agree with that. I like that theory. It it, ma- it makes sense for why he would find him in the next episode. Or exactly. why he'd even be looking for him. Yeah. Oh, I think he was still alive. Well, again, right. Or, right. We're, we're gonna have a lot of stories to tell with that first ten years. So I hope they go back and tell it in some form or another. Uh, well, they so have that, a back to tank, <laughs> so now they can do all the flashbacks they want. That's right. That's <laughs> true. That's what the back to tank's for. It heals you, but it also reveals all your memories. Yeah. Uh, how, many, yeah. how many dudes in the Star Wars universe go back in there to think about their girlfriends <laughs> from high school? <laughs> that's where you go to relax that's where you go to relax and relax with your thoughts <laughs> so episode 3 rolled around last Wednesday this was the one I've been waiting for it opens up of course the best way possible Darth Vader in his back to tank on Mustafar in his castle and if anyone knows me when they revealed his castle in Rogue One I almost shit my pants in the movie theater <laughs> almost because I that was a thing from Legends that I never thought I would get to see they revealed it. I was like, holy shit. Again, we see it again. He comes out. He's got a, he got a nice big-ass chair for himself, too. I love it. And, and he props to Hayden Christian, too, by the way. He has he got the walk down. He got that smooth Darth Vader walk down. So that's not him in the suit. That is him in the suit. No, it's a third actor in the suit. Oh, some scenes it is. The one you see his face, it is. No, there's some scenes where he is Vader. I can send you the link. All right. I'll send you the link. He is Vader. I'm not saying he's the only one. He is, because I don't think he did a lot of the stunts. He did a couple of them, but not too many of them. Um, but yeah, he's talking to Reva. Reva says, listen, we we, we we know where he is. He's on one of these three planets. And he says, "You everything, do everything you have to do to find him. I want him alive. Do what you got to do, and you will be the Grand Inquisitor. She says, done. Cut, cut again. So now they, they live in a nice little big... Why do people always live in, like, in the middle of the water? Like, like these big, he built these big bases in the middle of the water. That's where the Inquisitors are. Um, That's America's the same way. <laughs> the nicest houses are like the, these giant mansions in the middle of nowhere. Right next to the water. Exactly. Right next to the water. They're in the water. They're in the ocean, though. <laughs> they want to live in the ocean. Yeah, so we got the Inquisitors. Again, they just don't like each other, these Inquisitors. Well, they just don't like Reva, I should say. And she that's true. You never see them fight amongst each other. It's just her. And and I forget, was it the brother? I don't know what brother. The fifth brother? Which brother is he? Han is the fifth brother. Yeah, I know Han. I know he's Han. Yeah. <laughs> From Fast and Furious. Yeah, we'll call him Han for thing. now. Yeah, Han tells <laughs> her basically, that's my seat. You're not getting my seat. You sit down and relax. And she says, well, I just talked to Lord Vader, and he wants this done. And as soon as you say Lord Vader, they all shit themselves. So they send the probes out, and I was like, ooh, the probes. I'm getting that tattoo next, an Imperial probe droid. I have to have one of those. Nice. I love I love those droids. Um, so that was our first. And by the way, James Earl Jones sounds 15 times better than he did in Rogue One. Phenomenal voice job. And 92 years old. 
He probably did that shit from his from his toilet or his bed. He's like, just, just just give me the mic and I'll do it. Because Rogue One, he sounded Rogue One was a little shaky to me, but of course I let it go because I don't care because he was so badass in that movie. But he, uh, but this one he was a little, it was so much better, and he hit the enunciations, especially when he said sister. I was like, ooh, that's that's fucking James Earl Jones right there. <laughs> when he said third sister, I was like, thank you around that shit, sister. Thank you, love it. Move on. <laughs> Uh, so we cut away to to uh, what's the name? again? I, I, I my notes are bad. The name of the planet where they were on Moose Moo, I forget. Anyway, we got we got Obi Wan and Leia walking through a basically a mining a mining place. They escape. Um, they're rolling down the street, and here comes my boy Freck. Like you said, it was Zach Braff. Roll up. We got he looks, he looks like a possum with, with tentacles. Yeah, it's real weird. That was, was good all, CGI. I was all about Freck right. I was like, dude, I'm in, I, I love the way he talked. I'm in. You know, even my son was like, he, I don't. He's not supposed to talk like that. I was like, I don't know. I think I'm digging it. He's like your run of the mill regular truckers, you know. Yeah, ha -ha. Right. And then so my, he's my an empire rat. That's right. My favorite part was Obi Wan <laughs> sees that flag, and, and he's like, "Where are you guys from?" They say they're from Tall, a mother, the father daughter combo from Tall. They're farmers, and he's like, "All oh, good people out there, loyal to the empire. Nothing wrong with little order, right? You guys pay your respects." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we do." And again, like me and me and you, Freck, Empire all the way. I, 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 pay, I pay tribute all the way. Um, and, and again, another great scene um, is them talking when Princess Leia says to him, you know who my mother is, don't you? And are you my father? And he's like, I am not your father. I'm not going to lie. It's up a yeah. little at that one. And then, and then Obi-Wan goes into hit. I remember my father's hands. I remember my mother's shawl. I think I had a brother. That's one of those scenes where if you don't really remember, Jedi steal you from your Again, another reason why I say the Jedi are bad. They steal you from your family. They do. They take you from your family when you're very young. And you ever wonder what happens if you, they refuse to give you a kid? Now that, now that kid has the potential to fall to the dark side. Do the Jedi maybe say, hey, either give us a kid or we'll take the kid? I don't know. Maybe we see that in the series, the series you were saying with the young Kiko. Maybe we see <laughs> that. If I can quote Anakin Skywalker, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'll quote him like that. But that was a fantastic scene. And that was a scene where I said to myself, please leave this little girl alone. Please don't pick this little girl. Please don't bother with this. Please don't bully her into rehab like you did poor Jake Lloyd. And Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar, almost killed himself. I mean, this is I mean, that Jar Jar was bad, though. But to, kill, but to bully someone so they almost kill themselves? Like, he went into a deep depression. That's harsh. It is. Super harsh. That's harsh. I mean, the guy had a bad script. What are you going to do? He had mind. a bad character, not a bad script. He had a bad character. I mean, I'm not going to knock Jar Jar. I, I, <laughs> I like Jar Jar. Well, I don't like him. I, 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 I don't hate him either. <laughs> so as far, well, as far as the episode now, where are you guys at with this episode so far? Um, what are you liking? What are you not liking? What are you digging? What are you not digging? Tell me. I'm on the edge of my seat at this point because, like, you know what Freck's intentions are, and you also know what Obi Wan and Leia's intentions are, and they have this whole storyline that they have to stick to, or else like their cover is blown. So, like, I was just on the edge of my seat, obviously wanting more, but at the same time, I was really nervous. You you did think Freck was gonna be uh, turn out to be the bad guy? I mean, he was part of the Empire, so yeah. yeah and like, I, in the I, was, eyes, I wasn't sure he was. I wasn't sure he was going to rat him out. I just thought maybe, you know, he's loyal and he'll move on. But, yeah, of course, he did turn out to be an asshole. But right. hey, what are you going to do? 
<laughs> I thought in this scene, and now I'm linking it back to the thing you said earlier with him being disconnected to the force. I thought they were going to survive this scene with him doing a little hand waving. Yeah, I did. Dave, too. I thought about that. And he didn't. And he never. And the way he was sitting, like it looked like he might have, but he never did. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought he was going to give a little weak-minded. Uh, you guys are weak-minded, but they had some great. They, have you ever seen a Jedi? I don't know what a Jedi looks like. What do they look like? Right. And then when he calls oh, Leia, the banter is always great between stormtroopers. It is. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I want to know who they were. I, I was wondering if they were actually real, like, like guest stars. Could I, thought, be. I, I thought they they were great. And uh, even when Luke calls, I mean, when yeah, Luke, when uh, Obi Wan calls her the wrong name, they're like, "Hey, you, that's the wrong name. Why'd you said that?" And he went to the whole, "We miss her mother. It's been a rough time." So I see. I and when she turns to him and says, "I see her mother in her face," I was like, "God damn, he's talking about Padme." God damn it! Why are you why are you tugging at my heartstrings like this? Don't do this! I don't want to see this anymore. Poor Padme died from a broken heart. <laughs> uh, she she was choked to death, Rick. Come on. <laughs> if you read if you read the comic book, he he did some damage to her. But yeah, I know the movie was a broken heart. But I kind of I kind of ignore that. I I kind of ignore that. But that's just my option. Um. So yeah, the stormtroopers get out. They think they're safe, and they pull up to a. Uh, uh, another stop, and Frank's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. I got this." And he actually goes down and rats them out, saying, "You gotta check out these two. And Obi Wan says, "Uh, uh-uh. we ain't gonna do it." They call the Imperial Pro Droid to take a face, and right before they get this face, he shoots him, goes in the ninja mode, kicks up your ass again. And but then, then the troop carrier shows up, more storms get out. Turns out that this chick, the Imperial officer, shoots them all in the back. Spy time, love it. Bang, bang, love bang. That. Shoots them all in the back. Hello? Oh, that's that stupid house phone. That's my phone do? ringing. I hate to do this, but I got to go, guys. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I got to uh, get ready for the 830 episode. I appreciate you having me on, Tim. Actually, nice, to meet you. nice meeting you, Ashley. Anytime you want, yeah. and I'll, I'll be watching Disney later. I will be promoting your show, of course. Uh, I got you later. Uh, yeah, so he gets out of it. We turn out we have a, we have a, a spy amongst the Imperials. She gets them out. She gets them into, a, into the town. Um, into a place where, which I thought was fascinating, where a lot of Jedi have gone. Mm-hmm. They all write their name on the wall. They all write the symbol on the wall. And one of the main mentioned was Quinlan Voss, which is a, if you know, like we I saw did. him in another movie, didn't we? And the Phantom Menace. Yeah, he is in the background when they when Qui Gon's walking through the town with them, and they first get there, he is sitting down at a cafe. He's got like that band across his eyes. Right. Right. That is Quinlan Vos, and they said he's there all the time, helping people escape. So we may actually get Quinlan Vos in, in in one of these episodes, which That'll would be, be cool. absolutely outstanding. I'm hoping so. Um, where were we now? Oh yeah, so uh, we'll get we'll get we we'll get into the the best part, the best part. The Imperial Dro- Pro Droid sends back the information. Inquisitors know where they are. They go right after him. We don't know that Vader's on his way yet. We just think the Inquisitors are coming. Uh, turns out this chick's been helping people escape through a secret tunnel. They're gonna take him through a secret tunnel to a ship, and then Obi Wan goes into fits, starts having that feeling, looks out the window, and there we see it the shadow, the helmet, Lord Goddamn Vader. <laughs> and again, you're expecting him right away to kind of like know where Obi Wan is, but again, I really think he was hiding, you know, hiding his presence, hiding his far, you know, he, he separates from Leia, says, You go there because I'm too much of a risk, and then holy shit. <laughs> Darth Vader just starts walking down the street. Wham! 
force chokes a guy. Force, force chokes a guy. This kid comes out and says, no, 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 no. Chokes the kid, throws him against the wall, snaps his neck. I was like, did I just see that? Rick, what are you thinking at this point? I, I <laughs> thought we were going to get a rehash of the Rogue One where he just bodies everyone walking down the street. So that that's what I was like, oh, ho, ho. I was like, this is the road we're going to go down. So I was a little surprised when he stopped with the murderer. And then the I mean, I mean, the kid, he wasn't, like, <laughs> he, he wasn't like a 10-year-old, but I mean, he was like a teenager. Yeah, I, mean, it was, I think he killed like a father and a son, yeah. Yeah, he killed the father and snapped the son's neck. I was like, holy shit. You never thought we were going to see it, especially, you know, Disney-fied. You know, if yeah. you're going to get something like that. Um, but, yeah, no he's just walk- yeah, he's just walking <laughs> on the street. Moving stuff, seeing people hiding. Like, I know you're there. I know you're there. I know you're there. And he comes up to the door where the, you know where he might see Leia, and Obi Wan sends out that little, that little boop, and Vader knows right away where Obi Wan is, and the chase is on. And now Vader turns into Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> this this is my one. Jason my, Voorhees with yeah. the gear lights on. <laughs> this is he's my, wearing Christmas lights. But this is my one problem. It's like he, dude, he's like Jason. He just calmly walks. Obi Wan's running full speed, and he just calmly walks and just keeps catching him at at every turn. But the fear on Obi Wan's face was fantastic because you know what's going to happen between now and Episode Four, Episode Four, even Rebels for that that matter. When Darth Maul meets him in Rebels, he's calm. He's gray, but he's calm. He's cool. He's collected. He's like. I don't care you're here, dude. I'll kill you. I'll chop you in half. Episode four. Calm, cool, collected. This one, terrified of Anakin Skywalker. Absolutely terrified of what he's seeing. Um, and then the chase is on. So, again, Rick, your first thoughts when he lights that lightsaber and Obi-Wan's face doesn't know what the hell to make of Vader. What, are you, what What's going through your mind at this point? Reminded me of the Order 66, the like the June, only this time it's red. And yeah. uh, it, um, I was just thinking of how the imagery with how dark it is and his black outfit with these lightsabers. Fight, I, I, I was just thinking that this scene is going to be insane. This, this fight is going to be insane. And to make it more, you know, towards episode four, his eyes are red. Reddish. Right. They, are, they are reddish in episode four, if you haven't noticed that before. And the fact that they put that in there, I think it adds to the scene as far as seeing his eyes with the silhouette and the lightsaber, which was, I thought was like, ugh. And then they, the first conversation, the first words, you know, you can't hide from me, Obi-Wan. And he says, what what has happened to you? And he says, I am what you made me. Ah, that's it. I was done. I was done. <laughs> done. I was done. I could I could I could have just rolled over the ball. I was in a ball like this, like a fetus. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't take much more of this. Um, and then Obi Wan has no choice but to fight, and he doesn't. Not one ounce of offense. Yeah, Not, that was kind of weird. What was that about? I just think he's been. I said ten years with no force. I think he's just beat up. I think he's terrified. I think that the fact that it's Anakin Skywalker is just not, you know. And he's he's basically crying out to Qui Gon, like, dude, you got to help me. You got something's going on here. And Vader is just unmerciful. No matter where he goes, he catches him, corners him into this little quarry, sets this shit on fire, force chokes him into the sky, drags him into the fire. 
which With I was his like fireproof beard and hair. <laughs> drags <laughs> him in there and says, "You are going to suffer the way I suffered." Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But he never burned him. He burned. He burned <laughs> his robe. He burned his. Oh, robe. he burned his robe a little. But well, then he might you be, notice he the might rebel be burnt. spy. The rebel yes. spy had the high ground. She had the high ground. You can't mess around with the high ground. Vader saw her up there and went, shit, I can't do nothing. (laughs) I thought the same thing. Because, again, the the part of you, and I'm sure a lot of people are saying, well, Vader could have leapt over that fire to gone after him. He could have walked through it. He could have forced, did something. He could have just moved the fire to the south. But it's not storytelling, people. You got to let some things go. Anticipation. Storytelling. I mean, he could have, sure. He could have done anything he wanted to. He, he was had playing a, with his food. Yeah, he, he could have had a starter story and fucking blow the planet up. From the, he didn't have to go down there. Could have done anything he wanted. But it's just called storytelling, people. Storytelling. He became a Bond villain for a second. Yeah, you want to play with your food before you eat. You want to. You want to torture him. You want. You want to reveal all your secrets before you kill somebody. It's a classic <laughs> this villain mistake. Is the Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a classic villain mistake, and he made a villain mistake. But I think his hatred and his anger. You know, he, he just wants Obi Wan to suffer, 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 suffer. Uh, but the but but yeah, the, the rebel spy and the loaded droid get him out. Um, Vader just watches him go like, "Dude, I got you! Like, I'm gonna get you again. I got you." And uh, I mean, at this point, Rick, he, I mean, where where's your mind at watching this goddamn scene that we've been waiting how long to see these two on screen together again? I'm wondering how the hell he's supposed to beat Vader next time they fight. Now, do you think we're going to get another another meeting between them before the show's over? Yeah, but he's going to have to fight Vader with somebody else on his side. We're going to have to get like an Osaka sighting or, or something. Like some somebody else is going to have to join him, another Jedi, to fight Vader off. Obviously, he's not going to kill Vader. Um, obviously, Vader's not going to kill him. They, they both exist 20 years later. So, um, but maybe, Quin- maybe Quinlan Voss. Maybe was- Quinlan Boss. And for the same reasons that um, the Inquisitors, they're not Jedi and they're not Sith. They're not masters. They're good. They're great. They're not masters, though. But they hunt in threes. And as you saw when Darth Maul fought the two, um, when he fought Anakin and Obi, like, it took two of them to beat him. And I think that Inquisitors go with the same thing. You know, like, it's three of us and one of you. Um, and I think um, when Darth Vader fights uh, Ben Kenobi, whatever you want to call him, when he fights him again, it's going to have to be two Jedi versus the one Darth Vader. That's a good point. I actually like that point. I'm not sure if we're even going to get to see another rematch one we'll more see. time. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this was maybe it takes place did. in the uh, Osaka series. Maybe that's possible. It's so it's possible. Okay. But... Japanese state. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, yeah. But even like you said, though, like the Inquisitors even said about Obi Wan. Obi Wan's different. They 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 said they made it perfectly clear. We're hunting these little guys. Obi Wan's a completely different story. Like you can't take like they told her you can't take him by yourself. The, the grand the grand, uh, the grand Inquisitor told Reva that you cannot take him by yourself. He's a, he's on another level. So let Lord Vader handle him, and she just completely ignored him and stabbed him through the stomach. So. I think you're right about that. If we're going to get them fighting again, there has to be a third, a second Jedi to get killed to let Obi-Wan get out again. Right. I but think it, they're going 
I think the focus of this series is going to be his spiritual journey, though. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the only Jedi that, like, disappeared himself. Yeah. Like, every other Jedi died, and they're, like, ghosts. But he... No, not every Jedi. Well, uh, the ones that we... Uh, Anakin was a Force ghost. Oh, Qui-Gon is the one who started. Qui-Gon is a Force ghost. Qui-Gon taught Yoda. Um, when Yoda died, but we saw Yoda die, and then we saw him become a Force ghost. Yeah, but uh, Ben Kenobi was like they were swinging at him, and he like he like Jesus Christ transfigured, <laughs> like took his body with him. Yeah, well, see, everybody Qui-Gon else was... left their body behind except for him. Yeah, because Qui Gon, uh, Qui Gon, um, was killed. Well, he's the one who who, who came up with it. Right. He's the one who discovered it because he said that in Episode Three, Yoda says Qui Gon came back, taught me how to do it. I'm gonna teach you. Obviously, he doesn't know how to do it yet because he. Right. But I think we are going to get Liam Neeson by the end of this series talking to Obi, talking to Quiet, which is going to again, yeah. Blow your I mind think out. it's going to be the big deal of this is going to be his spiritual journey, um, and I think the background is going to be Baby Luke and Baby Leia. Darth well, like Vader. I said too, yeah, like I said too, it's it, where does he go from scared, frightened, weak-willed Obi Wan that he is in this to the to the quiet, calm confident badass he is in episode four as an older man. Well, no, in that, three that, episodes. Exactly. <laughs> I think we're getting that in the next three episodes. And I'm hoping they do another season of this. I really do. I, I mean, hope so, too. I don't know if they will, but I hope they do. Because you, you don't forget, you got ten years before that you could tell between, right. you know, and then you got ten more after that you could tell stories. So, you know, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. But once he goes into hiding again, they never know where he is because they, they obviously he goes back to Tatooine and they have no idea he's there. But I do like how the show kind of played on the fact that they knew a Jedi was on Tatooine. Everyone's like, oh, it's Obi-Wan. It's Obi-Wan. Nope. Yeah. Somebody else. <laughs> we, we fooled you. <laughs> uh, 8.24. Good. Skyline's getting ready to come on. Uh, Rick, any final words before we get the hell out of here? Uh, no. Super excited for episode four. Uh, I feel Wednesday. like I've I feel like I got a lot of things wrong and a lot of things right. I just can't wait for one more hour of uh, just dragging myself through it. I'm not even trying to predict yet. I'm not even trying to <laughs> I, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know where they're going to go. But uh, Reva got, oh, you don't forget. I forgot about the, the worst part. Reva got Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that turns out. Now, I think personally, Vader or whoever, like, sent her back. Because like, they're not really the Empire yet. They are, but they're not. Because at this point, the galaxy, most of the galaxy still thinks the Empire is good. It wasn't until the Death Star where most of them were like, oh, shit, these aren't the guys we thought they were. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So still the part of the galaxy. And they'll be like, listen, this is a senator's daughter, you asshole. Send her back to her father. Because Bail Organa is technically big in the Senate because there is still a Senate right. at this point in time. So right. I don't know how great, how big the reveal is going to be of her getting home. But I kind of have a feeling that's what it's going to be. Meanwhile, she's a Jedi, and they will have control of a Jedi, yet they can't tell that it's a Jedi. Yeah, I don't know. Some, I know that there's something weird with Luke and Leia. You can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you got to let some things go, man. You got to let sure. something go. What do you mean? Like the complete lack of security cameras in any Star Wars movie? <laughs> Apparently, uh, Obi-Wan is the only person that considers security measures at his face. Hey, he, he doesn't you know, you don't want to walk in as some Tuscan Raiders stealing your shit or, you know, Jawas, he said. He's smart. 
All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Rick, thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome most any time that you want. Uh, coming up directly after this show in about five minutes is Skyline Reviews with Ashley. She will be here talking about all things Disney, all things Disney. If you want to know what she's the one. Uh, the other shows we got, we got Empire 161. That's our New York Yankee show with, with um, Eddie and Lisa. We got Put in the Book Show. That's our Met show with the boss, Steve Ferracci, Keith, and Rodriguez. Uh, Granny's Peach Tea. You like comic book movies, comic book TV shows? Watch that show. That's with Ed and uh, Jason. Double O Deep Dive is running down its James Bond movies. Almost done there, but Double O Deep Dive, will, uh, the Deep Dive show will continue, but with a different thing. Right now, they're finishing up James Bond. That is with Jason, Ginny, and Ed always gets those on there. Uh, you like wrestling? If you do, the Just Too Sweet show. Me and my man Eric do that usually on Tuesdays. All things wrestling all the time. And also, we have uh, Friday night. Tomorrow night, we have the A to Z program. That is our resident talk show host with host Eric Zant. And I am the Ed McMahon on that show. Uh, our new show is also with Don. He has a show called Am I on the Air? Uh, he does movie reviews, all kinds of cool stuff. And we have a basketball show. Even though the NBA Finals, they still doing their thing. Uh, I'm not sure what the show's called. Though. I'm not really sure. Sorry, boss. I'm not sure. But those guys like from Tasmania or something, like some kind of crazy-ass country, doing American basketball. It's phenomenal. You guys should definitely check that out. Uh, if I missed any show, I apologize. Rick, your show is coming. Old Dirty Podcast, still on the way. Still on the way. Uh, still on the way. Is it the Fight Club? Is still the Fight Club, or is it just you changing that up? Uh, no, it's been changed up to the old Dirty Podcast. Okay. So we will. We are going to stick to uh, UFC, uh, just all MMA, boxing, but also like uh, just uh, America culture. Nice. So I will. Um, there will. Uh, you know about my love for. Um, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, midget wrestling. I mean, that's still what they call it when I go to the shows. Uh, so I do plan on going to some shows locally, and I do plan on, like, filming what I see at those shows and sharing them. Um, so it is a fight podcast, but it will expand into other genres uh, that, are, that are particularly American culture-based. Nice. Okay, I wait for that. Definitely the midget wrestling part. You can come on our show, too, if you ever want to bring some midget wrestling footage with you. We'll, oh, gladly, sure. we'll, we'll gladly watch that on the Just Too Sweet show. <laughs> All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Stay tuned. We will be back next week. Not sure what day. We will discuss episode four of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mr. Tim Tabala saying, never tell me the odds. Have a good one, guys.